Well, welcome back to the second episode of Where's My Flashlight with Sophie and and Heather. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to our review of Ghost Hunters, season one, episode two. Yes. And yeah, and, and potentially uh, we may even share some of our own paranormal experiences. And we encourage you listeners to feel free to make some comments down below about your own and we may include them oh. or we may answer answer back or something. Something. I don't know. Join the fucking discussion, guys. Right. And um, but be nice to each other. <laughs> yeah. Be nice. Cause guess what? I'm really like block happy and ban happy. Like so don't come at me. I've had a day. Okay. <laughs> I have had a day. Let me tell you about it real quick before we get going. Um, so I woke up with cramps. Um, so as you oh. can as you can see, the listeners can't see, but you, Sophie, you can see. I'm in my period dress, <laughs> um, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Um, so then I found out that my dear friend Ezra passed away. And then some broham tried to fucking argue with me on the internet about some stuff about the situation in Ukraine. <sighs> and I'm just not here for that. Um, I don't want to get into that too much. Um, but, yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm having a shit day. I need Thai food, right? So I got on DoorDash and I ordered Thai food and it arrived, but they had sent me the wrong order. And I was so sad because it wasn't even something that like I could just eat instead, you know, because sometimes that happens and you're like, whatever, fuck, I'll eat it. Like I've gotten the wrong pizza and I'm fine, you know, because it's pizza. So DoorDash gave me a refund. So then I had to order again, but I ordered from a different place and I finally got my Thai food. But then I think I ate too much, so anyway, I'm just I'm in the mood today. So how are you? <laughs> well, that's completely understandable and welcome. Yes. However you are, however you feel. Yes. Is is welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I I tried to do homework today, but I was like, you know, I just ended up staring into the void for hours, so I was like, well, I guess I'll just get ready for this podcast, so, um, yeah. So, any, anything you want to say before we get cracking into Season 1, Episode 2? Um, yeah, I mean, I just want to say... I've been staring into the void for a very long time. <laughs> and um, sometimes it you got a terrifying place. Yeah. And it can be a terrifying place. And also, be, you know, yeah, powering place, depending on how you look at it. But um, 
for me, I've been kind of going through a rough time as well, but for different reasons. Um, I can't say too much detail about other than there's there's been some drama at the workplace. Let's Ooh. just say 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 that. And then um, I've also, uh, but then I had kind of a good experience today, which is why I'm a little bit late today. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Heather. I, I forgive you because I was also running late because things. So it's fine. Right. It's fine. Exactly. The important thing yeah. is that we're here now. That's right. We're here. So. And, you know, and our listeners know we're here. That's all. It's all that matters. And they don't know what time it is when we're doing this. So they don't know that we're yeah. late. So it's fine. And what is time anyway? So. Oh, it's a social construct, as we've discussed. <laughs> <laughs> it's made up. Yes. Yes. <sighs> yes. Screw time. Mm-hmm. Screw time. Don't try to put your t- fucking restrictions on me. Right. I live by my own clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I just had to let that out. <laughs> Some, I'm just, yeah, let it out, you know? that That's what we're here for, you know? Just, just let it out. So, um... Oh, I should give people our email address for the podcast... Okay. If you have a story that you'd like to share or constructive comments, constructive comments, okay? Um, I'm not here for anything else. It's Hofi, which is, what did you say? It was a portmanteau of our names. yes yes it is basically a combined word like smoke and fog to together make smog Mm -hmm. yeah or hug and snuggle to make a huggle (laughs) yes that is another example i think i've never heard of it but i'm sure it exists i'm I'm just saying things. I don't know. Um, okay, so the email is Hofi, H O P H I E, 70362 at gmail.com. And uh, we'll be checking the emails periodically to see if we get any. I know we have like one <laughs> listener right now, and it is my cousin James. Um, so, James, if you're, if you're listening, Send us something. Um, yeah. Yeah, James, get with it. You know, maybe we'll get more listeners. But anyway, yeah, we want to hear your stories about, like, weird, unexplained things that happened to you. Um, or that you've seen. Or, you know, just any anything like that that maybe you feel like you can't really talk to people about because they'll judge you or something. Or... Even if you do talk about it to other people who don't judge you. I don't know. We want to hear it because we're not going to judge you. And we might talk about it on the podcast. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might give you a shout-out. We might drop some names Ooh. or something. Yes, you can tell us in your email how much or how little identifying information you want us to give. Um, right. You know, you can stay totally anonymous. What? 
whatever it's up to you let us know what you want um and what else what oh please don't send us creepy pasta or shit that you found on the internet it needs to be true and it needs to be something that happened to you and trust me i have been deep diving into creepiness on the internet for so many years that i will know yeah it's pretty obvious when something is you know not legit so yeah so, so well, don't be trying to blow vape up our ass okay that's right even if it smells like candy um i know or cat shit as, um, it, as it is right now that's the important <laughs> scent that i'm getting oh i need to clean my cat's litter boxes tonight when we're done here just if anyone's interested in what my chores are like every day that's <laughs> um, i am <laughs> yes well i knew you would be um so anything else or should we should we dive in any more general announcements? Yeah. Any <laughs> anything else you need to talk about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, besides poopery from Eau de Chat, because mm -hmm. um, Eau de Chat Chat. Get oh, it? I do. Oh, uh -huh. oh I uh -huh. get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to be ridiculous all episode, and you know what? I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm not. I I think it's fine. I think we can do whatever we want to. That's right. Especially because right now we don't have, like, any sponsors or anything. We don't have anyone <laughs> telling us how to live or what to say. And they better Although, not even try. You know, right. Yeah. I. You know, a lot of men in my life have tried. Oh, oh yeah, man. Them. Right. Not and literally, though. Yes. Uh, you know, I don't did. Don't put out to dudes who are just trying to tell you what to do and how to live. Like, they don't deserve your uh -huh. body. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, I did I did fuck them. That was the problem. Too. But, you know, now, you know, I'm a lot more selective. That's you know, good. but you live and learn. Hindsight's twenty twenty, and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've learned. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no, Heather. I what? Okay, What's I don't I don't, wanna, I don't want to get in. I I can't get into all that right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um well, some other time, you know, you yeah. and I will have a little a little private conversation maybe after this. All right, who who knows? Yeah, anyway, um <sighs> Okay. Here we go. Um, oh, yeah. Season okay. one, episode two. Oh, okay, okay. The Mischler Theater. That's what the episode is called. And it's also where they go. So it's not a very clever name, but it is descriptive. Um, so the first case is at the Mischler Theater in Altoona, Pennsylvania. And uh, it's a beautiful old theater that was built in 1906 and then eight months later burned down and was rebuilt and opened again in 1907. History lesson. Um, so 
the the team that we have on this one is Jason, Grant, Donna, Brian, Steve, Keith, and Carl, the demonologist twins. The ones from The Shining. Yes. Yes. And I can't tell them apart unless it says their names on the screen. And Me either. I, I don't. I don't totally like it. Anyway, so <laughs> the the claims are basically that they see like, you know, figures walking across the stage or up on the catwalk. They hear footsteps, but nobody's there. Um, the theater seats will move up and down by themselves, like somebody was sitting down and then got up really fast. Yeah, you know how theater seats do. Um, so that's basically it. Kind of your general theater claims, as we'll see as we progress through the series, that a lot of the theaters have the same kind of stuff. Um, Which is probably likely, like, um, I don't know, I get the sense that it's most likely just um, residual it could, it could be, or it's just, you know, overactive imaginations, or who knows, Trying I don't Trying to drum up business. Yes. So, let's see, there's some drama on the episode because Brian has lost the equipment and he's in charge of the equipment and then he blames it on other people and says, well, I can't help it if people take stuff. And it's like, well, but it's your job. Um, and let's see, Brian has some... It's the one where he's wearing those stupid... They're not like goggles with that weird like night vision camera where he looks like a cyborg or something. <laughs> and, um... Like, they can't turn the lights off inside the theater, so they can't do, like, their investigation because they need it to be dark because their, um... Their cameras are, you know, like infrared cameras and stuff that see in the dark. And they can't turn the lights off, so they're kind of limited. And the people leave. The people who know how to turn the lights off leave. So it's they can't really do very much. Um, and not a lot really happens. Um, we do get some good Brian quotes in his hilarious and lovable accent, where he's like, Dude, did you hear that? And, did you hear that, dude? What the hell was that, dude? <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love it. I know. Um, so I had to take notes about that because it's just cute. I don't know. He's lovable, but totally irresponsible. <laughs> um, so that's what happens there. It's not a lot. And then there's a scene where Jason and Grant are eating chili dogs and talking about how they probably should replace Brian as the tech manager. Blah, blah, blah. And then it goes to the second case, which is also in Altoona, Pennsylvania, but this time it's at the Railroaders Memorial Museum. And the claims there are that there's, like, shadows moving and figures walking. And nothing really happens. Again, uh, there's, like, an upside-down chair in the hallway, but nobody knows how it got there. And when they go back to review the evidence, they don't find anything at either location. So there's no evidence at all from either place. So, I mean, it's kind of not a very exciting episode. 
So we're going to spend the next three hours discussing it. And <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Um, and then at the very end, they kind of do like a little preview of the next investigation from the next episode, but I didn't really write down anything about it because we'll talk about that next time, but um, I'm glad that they stopped doing that. I think they stopped doing that after like the first season, and I think they just did it to like keep up the suspense, you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. there's we're going to see some shit, but you have to wait, you know. Right. So... Um, yeah, that's the, that's the wrap-up of Season 1, Episode 2, Ghost Hunters. And, you know, I'm kind of glad, in a way, that they include cases where nothing happens, or where they're able to debunk everything. Like, on this one, they didn't really have anything to debunk. Um, but, you know, I'm glad when they have those cases, because I feel like if there was compelling evidence at every single location, then I, I think that it would, like, diminish their credibility, you know? Mm -hmm. And then they'd be like that other show with William and the servant girl and all the things, you know? So... Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. probably, like, not everywhere is haunted, you know? Right. Or, or at least they didn't catch anything that time. It doesn't mean it doesn't necessarily have sure it just means it didn't happen when they were there and watching you know but I, I i do like i think it adds to their credibility that they have cases where just like nothing happens or they can debunk all the claims and explain them away from you know like natural sources or whatever what, what do you think about that what's your take on that I agree. I'm in the same boat because um, I've watched. Not. I'm not gonna drop any names. I'm oh. not gonna talk any smack. Uh -huh. But there are some shows, at least that I've seen, where they literally get like supposed jaw-dropping evidence every episode, mm -hmm. and it's like, um. I'm starting to really wonder if you are real ghost hunters or if this is all just faked because yeah. it, um, you know, and don't get me wrong. I mean, like, you know, there's probably some place, some ghost hunters that actually do catch some pretty crazy evidence, but you know, it's like when it's consistent every single time that mm -hmm. they are always catching like huge evidence that just doesn't support um, my experience with the paranormal. My experience has been it's like it's generally like infrequent, you know, it, if it does happen, you're lucky, you know, if you catch mm -hmm. anything. And from what I understand of from a lot of ghost hunters um, you know, a lot of the deep diving I've done, you know, I've only went, I've only been on like two ghost hunts myself in my entire life. So I can't speak from experience, but from what I know from other ghost hunters, majority of the time, you're just sitting around waiting yeah. for something to happen. And it's like, it can be pretty boring. 
Right. But like when it does happen, it's like, yes. You know? Yeah. And like, we have to remember also that, you know, when we're watching ghost hunters or any other similar type show, um, you know, they're at the location investigating for hours and hours. And then they have multiple people, multiple cameras, multiple audio recordings. You know, they have like hours and hours of footage and they have to edit it down for TV to fit into, you know, like 41 minutes of a time slot. And that includes, you know, all the... Like the scene on this one with Jason Grant eating chili dogs, you know? Um, Gross. Right? Yeah. Not not great. But, um, I mean, eat what you want. We're not going to judge anyone's food choices. Um, it's just not for me. Yeah. Yes. Um, what was I talking about? Chili dogs. Eating chili dogs. Oh, yeah, like, you know, just think about all everything that has, that they cut out to put it on TV, you know, and like all the time that they're just, like you said, like just sitting and waiting for something to happen. And, I mean, maybe like on those other shows, maybe they do have cases where they don't get anything, but they've chosen not to put those on TV. Because they think maybe that is boring for the audience or that people don't want to see that. But I'm here to say, if that's what you think, you're wrong. Um, because it's actually educational and interesting to see, you know, how things get debunked or disproven or whatever. So, Right. Or just, like, what a real day in the life of a ghost hunter is. Because right. I think that, like, when when people watch these shows, they probably think, Ooh, this is going to be a thrill ride. I, I want to do some ghost hunting yes. on this, on the side or something. And then they get into it and they're like, this sucks, you know, but yeah, it's like, you, you need no, right. And it's like, no, you need to know that like the majority of the time, unless you're going to places like lip castle mm -hmm. in Ireland, um, or like, um, the USS Hornet, Ooh. um, which I have actually had a chance to investigate myself. Oh my God, and tell me hunters. everything. Oh, I will. Okay. And, and Ghost Hunters <laughs> has actually gotten a chance, of course, has also investigated the USS Hornet as well, which Sweet. is in Alameda, which is in Alameda, California. But, um... But, yeah, like, unless you're going to some, like, hardcore paranormal hotspots most of the time, even if they are, you're still not going to be guaranteed that there's going to be, like, paranormal activity all day long, every day. Yes. Know? And if there is a guarantee, then it might be fake. Right. So, just something to keep in mind if anyone out there was like... We're going to go hunt some fucking ghosts. Um, you, just, you don't know. I hope they say it I, that way. I, I hope so, too. <laughs> oh, my God. What's wrong with me today? 
um, you're having a period dress <laughs> and moment kind of period dress. I'm moment. not even wearing a bra. Oh my god, well, I'm out of control. Good for you. I know. I'm just free boobing all over the place. Um, okay, and tell, I'm free. Free boobing. Yeah, and if you're a dude, you could be free balling. Like maybe today you decided to go to commando. Heck yeah. I mean, go to commando. I mean, go commando. Yeah, either to watch, way. To watch commando. No, to. Oh, commando be, with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Oh my God, I course. love that movie when he's like carrying the <laughs> log or whatever. That's like the only part I remember. <laughs> yeah, no, that was like peak Arnie at that time. I back know. In the 80s. Oh, oh my God. My God. And it was all to get his kidnapped daughter back. And he just, like, went fucking shit nuts on everybody. Yeah. It was the original Taken. It It was the original Taken. Yes. With Liam Neeson, only Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, in a way that only Arnold can do. Oh, right. Like, with, um, yeah, because, yeah, that was, like, total peak Arnie time because I think in the 80s he did Conan the Barbarian he did mm-hmm. Predator oh. Commando Predator like, so good I don't know how many I know I love that flipping movie so much it has some of the greatest what about Total Recall Arnold one liners I've ever heard yeah like oh yeah that one might have been the 90s, but I could be wrong. I don't know. But Either like, way, still, I feel like we need to have... Still. We, we need to have, like, a classic Arnold movie marathon. I agree. And I watch, think we like, the original Terminator, Commando, Total Recall, Predator. That'd be awesome. All the, all the things. Yes. Yeah. And, and I then think we can that, talk about um, it. <laughs> Yeah, or we could even, like, maybe we can actually do a video review <gasps> or something, you know, where we actually post a video. And, Dude, and we should start a YouTube channel. I was going to suggest that, but, like, I, yeah, but it, like, blows my mind. There's a lot of other people on YouTube doing reactions to movies, and most of the time it's, like, it grabs your attention because it's the first time that they've ever watched it. Mm-hmm. Like I'll watch reviews of, or not reviews, but reactions to people seeing predator or aliens for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, were you living under a rock? How did you not <laughs> see these movies? Maybe. But I'm, hmm. I don't know. But I'm, like, still stoked about it because I'm like, ha-ha, I can't wait to, like, see. Why did I just sound like Phil Ken Seven from Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law? Because I feel like you are that person sometimes. (laughs) I don't know. I've got a what? An eye patch? Yeah. I don't know. Um... How did we start talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, because we were talking about wearing, not wearing underwear. <laughs> <laughs> when we feel like going commando. <laughs> yeah, because when dudes, when dudes feel like free-balling. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm free. 
free balling. Yeah. What a beautiful and, song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. By Turd Petty. Aww. Um... Okay, tell me everything about the USS Hornet or whatever you said. Oh, yeah. Story yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, so I can't remember what season the Ghost Hunters went and investigated the USS Hornet, but I actually had... It's a long story, but let's just say I dumped my boyfriend in Hawaii mm -hmm. and then I had this huge plane credit so and you know how many connect flights take you through San Francisco mm -hmm. you know so it's like okay well I've always been to the airport but for some reason I've never actually I had never actually been to San Francisco and so I was starting to look around San Francisco and see what sorts of activities I could do over there and I found out the USS Hornet isn't that far away from there. Sweet. So I went and did a history mystery tour, I believe oh. is what they call it. And so they'll give you a history tour of this giant effing ship. Mm -hmm. And they will also let you kind of do a like what would you call it amateur ghost hunt with them and they'll like give you they'll like bring some equipment along like little emf meters and things like that mm -hmm. and, um and also where's my flashlight yes and um and so i actually i don't know but so we we actually yeah i actually saw the holy grail while I was on that ship, mm -hmm. and it is a full-body apparition. Sweet. What? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That pl that place, let's just say, it did not disappoint. I was uh, told by some other people on a meetup app where, you know, people kind of, like, gather and, and talk about, like, the paranormal and I was like kibitzing with one of the ladies and she was like, Oh, you should, you're, you should check this place out. It never disappoints. And I was like, fuck, no, it don't. Because, um, I literally, I was, you know, like there was obviously like they had REM pods, you know, those little doodads mm -hmm. that, you know, go off when you, when something has electromagnetic frequency that goes near it. Um, and yeah, yet, so it's almost like was, a motion detector, but it doesn't, it's not motion, it's detecting its fluctuations in the the electromagnetic field, right? Right. Just for exactly. our listeners who may not know the, the lingo. Yeah, and I can't remember what REM stands for. Maybe one of you guys will school us um, yes. in the comments, but basically you know, these little REM pods were set up around the doorways and there was nobody near them, mm -hmm. but they were going off like crazy. And I had this little K2 meter slash temperature gauge and it basically could detect electromagnetic frequency fluctuations as well as temperature fluctuations. Oh, wow. And it had a digital readout 
and for the temperature and I was able to intelligently communicate with the presence and tell them to bring it down to 74 degrees, which from what the temperature was at the time, which I can't remember what it was, I'm sorry, um, was a significant drop in temperature. And I told them to hold it there and they did. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then I communi- said, you know, okay, you can stop now. And then it went back up to normal, Whoa. you know, like, and it seemed like it was an, an intelligent entity that I might have been communicating with because, you know, what are the odds that something could control the temperature like that? I mean, you're on a giant metal ship, yeah. you know, and there were no heaters around or anything where this doodad, this electronic device was that could explain that sort of thing. But anyway, so short story long. Mm-hmm. Please. Um, yeah. <laughs> more, Quiet. more. Quiet. <laughs> so <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, we get a little excited and, you know. So excited. A, it's, a, it's great. I'm glad we get this excited about this topic. Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing this. Um, uh, Anyways, so like, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a little. It, it was a residual. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. Um, feeling I needed to get out of my system. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta. Right. Uh, okay. Anyway, I wish I could do like. Have you ever watched Bob's Burgers? Yes. You know Tina, oh my God. thirteen-year-old pervert. Yes, I am my- Tina. <laughs> she's my favorite and i just love that like when she gets verklempt i guess that's the best word i can use to describe it Mm -hmm. she when she goes that was pretty good that's pretty good honestly i would i can't i can't do it but i love it so much when she does it and um did you know that the voice actor that does tina's voice is a man Mm uh-huh and it's so perfect anyways so good so anywho so yeah uh, the uss hornet all right we're focusing sort of so um yeah so it just so happened while i was over there messing with that temperature detector slash emf meter um i happened to be looking through a doorway uh, and mind you, the entire ship is made out of metal. Mm-hmm. So anything you do sound wise is very loud. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's, it's huge and it's made of the metal. So this part is what doesn't really make sense to me. So I was looking through a doorway and I, I noticed, um, kind of, a illumination i don't know maybe my brain kind of interpreted it as maybe it was a flashlight or a Mm -hmm. light that was about to uh pass across the door and so i saw this illumination and then i saw a man he was about like maybe five nine five ten he had a really really short cropped haircut um like almost military style, mm-hmm. you know, really, really like a buzz cut. And he was wearing a white uniform 
And I saw Ooh. him pass from left to right, walking, and he seemed like he was kind of almost illuminated from within, even though I didn't see any such flashlight or anything held in his hand. He was just walking about, going going about his biz. And, um, but then I stopped and I was very confused because I was like, wait a second, who the hell was that? Because mm-hmm. he wasn't in our group. Um, I would remember if there was somebody in our group wearing a white, like, uniform, yeah. like, mil- military-type uniform. You definitely and, remember somebody wearing all white, because who does that? Who acts that way? I know, because, you know, it could stain. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, so, and then number two... He didn't make any sound and mm. mm-hmm. and I went and I walked after him and I could see nothing down the hallway granted it was dark but like there was no real place this thing could go mm-hmm. and um another guy started coming down the stairs like right after I saw this apparition and I, well I, at the time I didn't know it was an appar- apparition but a guy started walking down the stairs right after that. And I was like, hey, did you see somebody? And he's like, no. And I was like, starting to put two and two together. And I was like, wait a second. Number one, the only people that were any, the only men in our group that were that height were all wearing baseball caps. Mm-hmm. And all the other men in the group um, that weren't wearing baseball caps were lurch I kid you not abnormally tall (laughs) men that were like yeah like they were seriously they were like dude there was a guy who was six foot eight another guy who was six foot five or four and another guy who was like six foot seven like I don't know what it was but it was like it was like the investigation of the giants you know it was just Mm -hmm. big people tall people on this group how tall are you i'm only five six (gasps) me too oh so we're a couple (laughs) inches above the average which the american average for a woman is five foot four and the the average american male height is five ten it's taller when you get to other places in the world like effing Norway and Sweden or something like that mm-hmm. and then um also the Maasai tribe in Africa like oh my god they're a tall tall people Sweet. um anyway so god my brain is just filled with random useless nuggets of information mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. but yeah, so yeah, that's like when I basically, you know, to kind of go back to my story a little bit, that that was when I kind of pieced things together and I was like, that don't make sense. Yeah. That don't make that don't make no sense. And um I basically was like, well, that was paranormal. I have no other way to describe it because that was not somebody that belonged in the group and mm-hmm. when we did the tour and I was like looking at the different uniforms and the pictures and things like that from World War II. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that looked like a uniform from World War II, a yes. Navy sailor's 
I was going to say, guess who wears white uniforms? The U.S. Navy. Uh-huh. Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if they always do. I don't know. The only time I remember anything about the Navy is from, you know, like the Portland Rose Festival. When uh-huh. the ships come in and and then like all over town you just see like Navy people everywhere all the time. That's my yeah. story about the Navy. That's that's really all I know. Well, my dad and my grandfather were in the Navy. My dad was in the Navy too. Oh, neat. Yeah. I wonder I wonder what ship he was on. I don't know. He was I think he was a medic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I have like one picture of him from during that time. Um, yeah, that that's all I know. I don't know anything. Yeah, really? Yeah, no, me either. I don't I don't know anything. Well, as Master Shake would ask, why is anything anything? That's a really good question that I feel like we need to discuss right now. Um, mm-hmm. it's an why is question. anything anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. And to, to not know is okay. It is. Yeah, there are a lot of things that I don't know. And then there are things that when I learn them, I wish that I hadn't learned them. Right. And... That's been happening to me a lot lately in one of my classes <laughs> where it's like every single week is like some new horror and oh, it's um are you taking a social justice class? <laughs> I mean kind of. <laughs> yes, essentially it's called multicultural perspectives in natural resource management. Oh, no. And so, like, every week, it's like, here's how the U.S. government has screwed some minority group. You right. know, when it started with the the first week, we talked about Native Americans, and then African Americans, and then Hispanics, and then Asian Americans, and Pacific Islanders. And I think next, we're going to talk about women okay and so like every single week there's just been some like new nightmare and i mean a lot of stuff i already knew but some of the things i didn't know and i'm just like oh my what and oh god why and it's so horrifying and um it actually started giving me like ptsd nightmares and I had to email the teacher, and I told him that, and he was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, why doesn't this class have, like, a trigger warning on every <laughs> single thing that you have to look at, you know? Um, but it's really interesting, and it's really important stuff to know about. And it's, you know, a lot of stuff that they don't really teach, like, in regular, you know, like, public school. Um, right. And, uh, but it's, it's the real history of the United States. Like, it's things that we should know about, that we need to know about, that we can't just, like, sweep under the rug anymore. And 
we should not only know about them, but we should be able to, like, know how to talk about them. Mm-hmm. And figure out, like, you know, especially as white people, like, how have we benefited from this? Right. And how are we still benefiting from this? And, you know, mm-hmm. these are really important conversations to have. It's just, like, this class, it's just, like, a lot all at once. Like, there isn't even time to, like, process some of it, and then we're already on the next minority group that is being, like, tortured and killed, you know? Right. It, it's pretty rough. It's pretty, pretty rough. Um, but it's, it's a good, it's a good class. It's just a lot to deal with, so. Um, right. It, it's like your therapist, you need, like, extra therapy for that. I do. I really do. And, um, but the, the teacher has been really cool. Um, you know, letting me turn stuff in late and whatever. So, yeah, Mm, that's what I was supposed to be working on today. But then I had the big sad, so I didn't do any homework today. Well, you know, I think that's cool that your teacher is kind of doing trauma-informed care a little bit. Yeah. By... Um, you know, being cognizant about the fact that this stuff is very hard for you to process. And so they're therefore being more flexible Mm -hmm. with you instead of being a total douche and being like, I don't give an F about, you know, your mental health. You got deadlines and you got to turn them in. Fuck your feelings. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never gotten right. that from any of my teachers on the the e-campus. Um, That's good. Yeah, like, especially since the pandemic started, it's like they've been even more flexible and understanding about, like, mental health. And right. Stuff like that, because the world is a giant shitstorm, and, <laughs> you know... It's, well put. It just feels like it keeps getting worse. And I'm not happy about it, basically. Well, I think the one benefit to the world being a total shitstorm is that it is making people more aware and, uh, in, like, I guess valuing of mental health mm-hmm. um, because it's like it's becoming less taboo to discuss it it's less of a stigma mm-hmm. now it seems like in our culture at least and people are becoming more open-minded they're having dialogue about it like mm-hmm. you know and also like as evidenced by pretty much anywhere Right now, the several week long waiting list to get mental health care uh, now that, you know, like, and it's not, I think, just that, you know, people are becoming more aware of of their mental health because they're being isolated or, or they're being forced to kind of like 
sit with their feelings more instead of being like forced to do the the rat race that is American culture of, Mm -hmm. you know, produce and you are defined by what you produce in your work and so on. Yeah. But um, but also because the shitstorm that is also affecting people's mental health. And so it's kind of like, you know. I just, I just appreciate the silver lining, which is just that people are, I think, becoming a little bit more accepting and more open to actually asking for help yes. if they need it. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. Um, there is a lot more talk about mental health going on, which is good. A lot more, um, I don't remember what I was going to say. My God. Mm, That's okay. Well, you were saying that you were taking a class about social justice. Oh. But you're, (laughs) well, and ecology is kind of a weird mix, but kind of makes sense, actually. Well, I mean, it makes sense because if you're going to go into any kind of, like, natural resource management or conservation field you know there's all sorts of different people from different cultures that have different um beliefs and value systems attached to the land and to natural resources and a lot of times especially on public land in the united states you have to balance those different interests from different cultures you can't just and i mean for a really long time like most of the United States history. Um, It was all about what the dominant culture was interested in and wanted and prioritized, um, which left everybody else out. And um, I mean, that's just, that's not cool. And it exploited people and just led to a bunch of horrible shit. So now there is more of a movement towards, like, equity and, you know, taking into account different cultures, priorities, and needs, and beliefs instead of just the dominant culture, which is, you know, like, white men, basically. So... And women, sometimes, too. And women, but, I mean, if we're really talking about, like, a hierarchy of power, it's white men at the top, you know? Absolutely. So Absolutely. Women are considered minorities, even though we're in the majority, which is interesting. I know. So, that's that's basically what the class is about. It's, like, preparing you for that real-world aspect if you go into one of those jobs where you may have, you know, like a lot of controversy about something, like a decision that you have to make, um, you know, and there's like examples of it like all over through history and one that is like really common in this area of the world is, you know, like, um, fishing rights for salmon. Right. Um, You know, that Native Americans were guaranteed certain rights in their treaties, 
And then the government was like, oh, we're just kidding about that. We changed our minds. We, you can't do that because we overfished salmon and now there's not enough to go around. So we're going to punish you by not um, honoring the treaty. And or we're going to make you buy permits Ugh. for your own no. land. Mer. For your own land. Yeah. yeah. You got you got to pay money to us to fish on your own land. Exactly. By the way. So, yeah. I mean, like, the whole battle over salmon rights has been, like, really contentious, like, in the Pacific Northwest for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's been progress about it and, you know, a lot of, like, really good steps towards honoring those treaties, but it still isn't, like, a perfect system. No. And so that's kind of, you know, that's just one example of, like, what this class is kind of, like, getting you to think about. Well, sweet. I didn't know we were going to be learning about social <laughs> justice and ecology today. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just, you let me talk long enough that's where we're gonna end up um (laughs) wait yeah basically like we should have a segment called what's heather mad about today and um right you're gonna hear some things um and you may agree or you may disagree but you know as long as you're respectful we can sure we we can agree to disagree. That's that's absolutely fine. It's okay yeah. to have about some things. Views. There there's some things that I right. won't agree to disagree about. Um, not very. I mean, there's not a lot of those things. Like you know, I'm always open to hear people's um, point of view about things. You know, mm-hmm. it's good for you to listen right. to other perspectives. Absolutely, um, and that you know. You can really learn a lot, and you can grow as a person, but there are some people whose perspectives I don't care to hear, and I won't agree to disagree. Right. Like Nazis. Right. Yeah. You know, so that's that's where I'm at. I don't want to hear shit about fuck from their mouths. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I just don't care. Right. And, you know, I will... You know, even if somebody has a tendency, you know, to have, you know, different political or religious perspectives or whatever. Yeah. I don't mind. I like listening. I like hearing different perspectives Mm -hmm. as well. Um, I think the only time that it bothers me is when it interferes with basic human rights exactly because because then it's at the point where it's like yeah but now your opinions aren't just opinions your ideas you're causing harm to other people exactly and And you're inner yeah and you're interfering with their ability to make choices for themselves or mm-hmm. their bodies mm-hmm. or whatever or whatever the case may be doesn't matter what it is whatever their choices are that you may be potentially taking away from them in my opinion you know that is that is violating that is violating the american way yeah which is you know if you really think about what the American way is supposed to be. It's supposed to be about 
individual rights, right? Life, but like liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Yes, and liberty to me says freedom. But yeah, you know, you yes, but if you don't have freedom, if you're interfering with other people's freedoms, mm -hmm. um that that's a problem. Sure. We're going to have we're going to have a disagreement for sure. Yeah. And it's probably not going to be pretty. Yeah. Yeah, like the person today that was trying to argue with me about something about um, the Russia-Ukraine uh, thing that's happening. Um, trying to argue with me, and I was like, bro, Sophie, you're going to have a real bad fucking time if you keep this up. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I won't get started in that, because I'll just be here for hours just going off about it, but... Um, Don't worry, we will we will set aside a dedicated section <laughs> for you, and what it'll are be you mad like about today, right? And there will be like we'll have a special little jingle Ooh. that we will play before it starts. Oh my god! And so then the listeners can choose to listen, or they can, or not. That's up to okay. you. Where where Heather gets to have her little bitch sesh, where it's like, oh, what's Heather god. mad about today? And yeah. then, like, you can have your little 10 minutes to just get it out of your system. Oh, just man, be like, that's beautiful. Well, guess what? <laughs> this is what I'm mad about today. And then you can just launch into it. Listen up, fuck face. Okay, I'll tell you a little <laughs> bit about what it was. <laughs> Show me your face, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God, right? <laughs> uh, okay. Yes. So, okay, so the, the national flower of Ukraine is a sunflower, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's like a symbol of peace and hope, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and there was the... Uh, oh, wait, are we, get, are we going into the topic of what is Heather mad about today? A little bit. I don't want okay, to go, so I, don't, I won't go on too long. I'm just going to... Hold, hold on, hold okay. on. Let me... Let Do me a get jingle. a special. I'm gonna find you a jingle. Okay. Hold on a second, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait! Oh my god! Fabulous! Can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. Because for some reason, my headphones were connected to my smartphone. And my computer is very confused. Oh my god, okay, technology. Sorry. Technology is just mm. a mind fuck. Mm -hmm. um. For example, mm. if I have my headphones plugged in mm -hmm. to my computer when I'm trying to record, mm -hmm. my computer will only record me and not the other person. <laughs> So I don't know. I'm going to play around with it and see. That's why I'm not wearing headphones right now, because I couldn't figure out how to get it to record both. Oh, here we go. What did it say? Diabetes. <laughs> oh, I'm not mad about diabetes. Did you hear it? <laughs> I couldn't really hear it. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to do it on my phone for some reason. 
Did you hear that? No. <gasps> it's just like this weird, like, tinny sound. Lame. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, whatever. I can't do the things. So We're going to figure it out. We're going to work through um, all these things. These kinks. Yeah. It's, they're just kinks. We're just, we're learning as we go, everybody. Okay? Like. Yeah. I mean. Don't, don't at me, bro. Exactly. Oh, my God. Um, Speaking of at me, bro. Yeah. So. Okay, so I don't know how much you've been, like, kind of paying attention to the situation. A little bit. Um, but there was this old Ukrainian woman who went up to the Russian soldiers in her neighborhood, and I, I don't know if she threw sunflower seeds at them or, like, handed them over. I don't know, but there was something about, like, she wanted this, the Russian soldiers to put sunflower seeds in their pockets so that when they died <laughs> so when the russian soldiers died on ukrainian soil that the seeds would grow out of their rotting corpses basically <laughs> sweet and i was like that's beautiful that is metal. and yeah it's like and she's like this little old lady you know she has like a little like scarf on her head you know very cute old lady and I was like oh my god that's like the old lady energy I want to have in my life mm -hmm. and so it's kind of taken social media by storm this whole idea of sunflowers growing out of the Russian soldiers rotting corpses right so mm -hmm. people have done these really beautiful drawings of like a dead Russian soldier with sunflowers growing out of them and um that is absolutely morbid it really is morbid but it's like don't invade another country for no reason and expect people to just be like cool about it <laughs> you know right because it's not cool um you know and i'm not like an expert on foreign relations or the history of war or whatever but i know enough to say this isn't cool bro um so um, but a lot of people have been posting pictures of, um, like, fields of sunflowers, because the Ukrainian flag, it's like, the top bar is, like, sky blue, and the bottom is yellow, and so mm -hmm. it looks like a field of sunflowers, like, under a blue sky. So people Aww. are posting these things, you know, like, in solidarity with the Ukrainian people, right? Right. Um, like, we're on your side, what Russia is doing is fucked up, you know? Um, that sort of, that sort of thing. Um, and, uh, this dude, I'm not going to name any names, and I had to end up blocking him because he was just so fucking, just obstinately, like, purposely missing the point, mm. you know, where he was like, you know, Sunflowers don't want to be involved in war. What? And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? I was like, first of all, it's the Ukrainian national flower. You know, it's a symbol of peace and hope. So that should be like the end of the argument right there, right? And he was like, 
well, sunflowers don't want to grow on a ruin. And it's like, well, why not? You know, like, have you ever seen ruins before? Like, nature takes them back over, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, even Chernobyl has been taken over by nature. And, like, you know, Mount St. Helens, where there was, like, absolutely no topsoil on the ground, has been reclaimed by nature. Like, that's what nature does. So, I was like... Like, his point was basically, like, I support that the Ukrainian people are demanding peace, but they're doing it wrong. How? <laughs> and I was like, has anyone ever bombed your hometown? Let's talk about that. Like, what would you do? You know, like... Would you just lay down in the street and be like, hey, dudes, let's just be friends? Or would you, like, yeah. defend yourself? And his whole thing was that, like, violence is never okay. And using a plant as part of your death curse, in the case of that old lady, was not okay. And I was like, you know what? I'm on the side of that old lady. And I'm here to say that she can make any death curse that she wants to at the people that are invading her town and blowing up her town. Like, right. I'm there for and her. her right. Right. Like, I'm not going to tell people that they are fighting oppression wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's not his battle to fight yeah i was like i was like i feel like your whole sentiment is taking something away from them yeah and enough is already being taken from them and you don't have the right to tell them that they are doing it wrong and he just like continued to that's why I think he was, like, intentionally missing the point, just to be, like, an asshole. There's a lot of people on the internet like that. Yeah, and, like, this is someone that I know and have known for a long time, and this is not the first time that he's acted this way about something. And so I was like, you know what, I'm just done. I'm done. And so I had to block him, because I just can't tolerate people with their bullshit, you know, and, like, this whole, you know, like, holier-than-thou pacifism bullshit, you know, mm -hmm. that, like, violence is always wrong no matter the situation. It's like, well, no. <laughs> like, All right. you're allowed to, like, defend yourself. You're allowed to defend your family and your loved ones and your neighbors and your community in your fucking country like stand up and defend yourself right like stand up to the bullies on the playground right like the those are okay things to do right what are you gonna do like like i dare him to like take a freaking flight over to ukraine right. and it's like why don't you go over there and then you go ahead. You yeah. go ahead and you do peaceful protest and you tell us how that goes for you. Yeah, exactly. Like, 
<sighs> right. And, you know, while you're at it, you should just bend over and, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, get get sodomized by sure. a Russian soldier. And then and then tell us. Tell us how it goes. Yeah. You, you call us and tell us. Yeah. Tell us because all the things. Because unfortunately, the, you know, and I'm sorry, that went way too graphic, listeners. <laughs> I am very sorry. But it's just like, you, you got you to gotta understand that we're talking about violence that that is being done and it has been done for centuries. And, you know, it's... It's not just the Ukrainian military that is going to be receiving the rece- on the receiving end of the violence, you right. know. It's people, it, it's, civilians. It's civil- right, and women and children and elderly, including yeah. that elderly woman. And, yes. you know, it's like, well, at least she's doing something about it. Right, like it's always the most vulnerable communities that are hurt the most in wartime and um people facing any kind of violence or oppression are in my opinion absolutely allowed to stand up for themselves in any way that they see fit you know like i wanted to ask this guy like what do you think about self-defense laws you know like right are you allowed to fight back if someone is attacking you, like, personally? Like, are you allowed to kill somebody to save your own life? Or, or your family's should, life? Should that, should the self-defense law just be, like, totally tossed out? You know, like, should you not be able to claim self-defense because violence is always wrong no matter what? Right, because, in fact, to me, the only people who are justified... The only people on this earth who are justified to use lethal or violent means is in defense of oneself. Yeah. Or That's your my opinion. family or more vulnerable people who can't stand up. Right, exactly. Like, that's the only time. Because, unfortunately, there are people out there who do not have your best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that is what's called for is yeah. to defend yourself exactly and like it reminded me like a couple years ago um some neo-nazi in portland got like hit in the face with a milkshake <laughs> and it was hilarious <laughs> and um and this girl was like you know she started like screaming at me on the internet about how the person who threw the milkshake at the neo-nazi is just as bad as the (laughs) neo-nazi and i was like um no no that's not how that works and you know like i think there's a big difference between throwing a milkshake at somebody and you know, like genocide, mm-hmm. but maybe I'm, you know, naive or something. I don't know. 
Or supporting genocide, which is what a neo-Nazi does. Exactly. And, you know, maybe I just haven't read enough history to know about, you know, the great milkshake genocide of, you know, whatever year. Um, So if if anyone knows about... It was a period, yes. That's actually the period of period dress that I'm wearing right now is from the great milkshake genocide of said period. Um, Mm -hmm. So if anyone wants to educate me about when the great, you know, when millions of people were killed by being hit in the face with milkshakes, let me fucking hear about it. (laughs) 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 Because I'm pretty sure that never happened, but do you know what did happen? Actual genocide perpetuated by people called Nazis. (laughs) Right. That's a real thing. God, how did we get on this topic? Jesus Christ. I thought we were talking about ghost hunters, and now we're like, let's talk about some shit. Um, Well, I think what it was is, uh, you know, we did a natural segue, as we do. And um, you were talking about... What makes Heather mad today? And oh, I, I and it's tried, definitely that. I tried desperately to give you a little jingle. And I appreciate that you tried, and right. maybe you can, like, send me the link or something, and I'll just listen to it on my own. Because for some reason, like, on your microphone, it just came through as this, like, like I could tell something was happening, but it was just this, like, tinny kind of... I couldn't tell Meh. what it was. Yeah. It, it just um, went... Meh. <laughs> exactly. That's that'll be the jingle. It'll just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. I hope that's exactly oh, how man. it sounds. We're geniuses. Um, yeah. Yeah, so basically my I guess my point is uh I just want to say um that I am on the side of the Ukrainian people. And, you know, in solidarity with them in their fucking fight for their own lives and homes. And I don't want to hear shit about it from anybody. Because you're going to have a bad time. That's really my point. And I just, I hope that whatever shit is going on there, that it ends soon. You know, I just, it's just fucking terrible. And... Please, God, I don't want World War Three. I can't handle No. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Can't. I just I want it to just kind of, let's just end it. So that's, that's where I'm at, you know, sending love. And there's lots of ways to get involved. Um, and send love. And send love. And, I mean, there's, like, all sorts of, like, legit websites where you can send donations for like humanitarian aid and medical aid for Ukrainian civilians who are being displaced or injured um and or killed and their family needs help right I mean there's there's a lot of um like really good ways that you can help and like let them know that we're here and that we support them and love them so you know um check those out See, this is we why, love you, Ukraine. This is why we need, like, a website or some shit so that we can post links. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll start, like, a Facebook page. And then we can post links of things that we talk about. Um, yeah, I think that's a great idea. So, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh... 
I I don't know why, but that just keeps coming out of me and I have like no control over it. I'm just like, it's like a balloon just deflating inside me. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot going on for, and I'm sure there's a lot going on for our listeners too. You poor people. I feel Mm -hmm. for you. Um, In the shit storm of the world. (laughs) Right. Whatever you're going through, whether it's personal or political or environmental or you know whatever you may be going through maybe you're going through a tough time you know i get it and we're here for you you know um let's uh i don't know like i guess we've probably gone over our amount of time that i think it's our last one was about an hour and 20 minutes or something we're at an hour and 16 minutes right now Okay, well, maybe maybe we should, like, drop one more little paranormal nugget in there. That way we're, like... Okay, let's bring it home. Bring it home, Sophie. Yeah, let's, yeah, (laughs) let's, let's come back to the original topic at least a little bit. You know, just for our, just for the people who probably are tuning in, we're not asking for all of this. (laughs) (laughs) They were probably like, what the hell is going on? You know what? what? We have things to say. Lots. And we're going to say them. And you can listen or not. That's basically where we're at. It's fine. Right. Even if it's only my cousin James out there, he'll listen. Right. Thank you, James. We love you. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Mr. James. You're the best. Around. You're the best around. Nothing's gonna keep me down. You're the best around. Oh, um, that song makes no. me think of Ezra. Because <gasps> he was the um, he was the canvas director back when I was field manager and would make everybody listen to that song all the time. Oh, yeah, and. And for those of you youngins and maybe oldins out there, um, that is from the Karate Kid soundtrack. Yeah. And Joe Esposito, God yeah. bless him. Joe was, the Bean Esposito. Yeah, he was the one <laughs> that did it, you know, and there's some pretty, yeah, some, some pretty great videos out there on YouTube mm-hmm. if you want to look it up. Yeah. Joe Esposito, you're the best around. Play it mm-hmm. and really let it you know, change your life. Um, do you have a paranormal story in mind that you want to share? Um, you know, I think that I, uh, am good for a little bit because, uh, earlier today, you know, I met with some, some very interesting. Oh yeah. Who, um, you know, are like-minded, you know, they're into the paranormal. Mm -hmm. They're into, uh ETs or extraterrestrials or into UFOs they're into all sorts of neat stuff and cool. it was really cool but now I'm I'm a little bit kind of you know not burnt out I'm never burnt out on this but right. like you know I think I've said all I I have wanted to say about that particular topic for now okay okay um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Do I have a real quick story? 
Um, well, let's not launch into when I used a Ouija board at your house oh, and, and no. was haunted for Unleashed decades. some bullshit. Yeah, um, I know. I yeah, cried when a, I figured that one out. That we'll a, tell you someday, but yeah, not, not, not today. now. Um, gosh, I don't know. I can't think of one that I can tell, like, really quickly. So I'll just, well, then, I'll, I'll put a pin in that. And uh, next time I'll share because this time you shared. Okay. So. Well, actually, I do have another one that's relatively quick. Okay. If you want to, um, if you want to say it. Yeah, I, I I changed my mind. I go back on my word. Minds change. I change all the time. It's I'm true. I'm a woman. I reserve the right. So, anywho, yes. um, the first time. I experienced something uh, paranormal. I was probably about 10 years old, and I was over at my friend's house, who shall remain nameless. And she had a kitten, a little black cat, the best. And, um, and this little kitten would follow you around or whatever she'd want to do. And I was going up the stairs because my friend had been upstairs taking a shit for literally over an hour and I was Jesus. getting really bored. <laughs> I'd be worried. Yeah, I don't know. Like have you ruptured? Like what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like what has happened? But I guess she when you're ten me. you don't really think about it that way. When you're that young, you probably shouldn't have any, you know, you know, who knows if she had any GI issues or diseases. I don't know. I, but yeah. anyway but anyways, she was taking an awful long time, and I was getting really fucking bored because I was a little kid, and I needed to be entertained. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, where is my friend? Um, and so I started going up the stairs because it was one of those little townhomes. And then I started going up the stairs, and the kitten was following me up. And as I was turning the landing, and it you know, is one of those landings where there's like this little platform and then it like turns 90 degrees and goes back mm -hmm. up the stairs. Mm -hmm. And as I was turning the landing, I looked up and myself and the cat both came to a full stop and looked up and saw a see-through man, shadow man, coming down the steps towards us. Whoa. And I was absolutely, as the British say, gobsmacked. Yes. Um, because I didn't know what to say or do. I was just frozen, just like standing there like, what in the F is going on? And, um, and then the cat hissed and ran like a bat out of hell. And that was what freaked me out. I hollered, of course. I, you know, and I ran. I got the F out of there. I freaking went and hid somewhere I can't remember where and like cried because I had no idea what had just happened to me yeah but like when I was reflecting on it because even at that time I had enough know-how to be like what could it, that have been you know and there was no way that like a car's lights or like there was no way that there was anything present that could have recreated like a human shape, you know, like I could even see some of the colors of his clothing, but he was mm -hmm. mostly shadow. 
and there's like no way that that could have been there could have been some sort of natural explanation for it just Mm -hmm. because there was no way that like a car's headlights could have gotten to the second level like it was an upstairs townhome like style apartment you know there was no way that anything honestly could have created that sort of thing and then the the fact that the cat freaked out because I truly believe that animals and children which I was at the time Mm -hmm. can see things that a lot of times like grown ass humans can't Mm -hmm. that when the cat freaked out that was like what snapped me out of it and gave me permission to freak out because I was like, if the cat's freaking out, then I'm freaking out because that ain't right. Yeah. You know, and animals don't lie. And last time I checked, that's a human trait. Animals. Yes. Do not lie. And so, you know, cause like looking back on, it, I was like, okay, if had I been with another witness and it was another human being, yes, they could have been blowing vape up my ass they could have been like, oh, yeah, I saw it too, just to kind of, like, be a part of or something. I don't know why they would want to lie about that. But, you know, sometimes people do weird shit. But anyways, it was not a human. It was a cat. And so that's what validated it for me, Mm -hmm. that experience, because I was like, yeah, no, there's no way. The cat saw it too. I'm I'm not crazy. Like, I'm, I wasn't the only one. Because why why did the cat react so strongly in fear and terror um, to what we saw together mm-hmm. unless there was something not right going on? Yeah. Yeah. And like, and seriously, to this day, I reflect on it and I'm like, what if I had, I didn't, I hadn't had that cat there to like snap me out of it? What if I just stood there and the man like walked through me or or you know like what if you know the cat hadn't been there to validate my experience you know Mm -hmm. I probably to this day would probably be like looking back on it and just being like I don't know what happened and probably would have thrown it in the waste bin of my mind but like I went upstairs after I calmed down and my friend was still in the shit house. So (laughs) I know it wasn't her and there's no way I could have like confused her for that dude because it was a poop demon. It was, (laughs) it was a shit weasel. No, it was, it was like, there's no way because it would have it would have been way too number one way too tall she was a tiny little girl compared Uh to what i saw was the size of a full-grown man and well she's probably not like see-through either and yeah and also she's not see-through and also i was not on drugs and also she was securely in the shitter so exactly and also, I was too young <laughs> to have schizophrenia for you people out there that might be thinking I was crazy at the time. Uh-huh. Like, 
that shit does not develop until you're in your later years of adolescence, like late teens, early 20s. Well, and also, um, if people listening are like, oh, she's just crazy, like, they probably just shouldn't be our listeners, because we're not here yeah. for that. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, most likely, if they're listening, it's because they are believers, or at least are curious about it, interested yeah. in it, and maybe would like to have their own experiences um you know but they're just kind of like open to the idea but not 100 yeah. sold and that's fine let's just say that not all experiences are scary right so that's something also to keep in mind so right that one was scary because i was a little girl and i had no idea how to yeah process that would be fucking scary like mm-hmm. whoa yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i have some scary ones and some not so scary ones so um, but I think we're, like, getting towards the end here. Dun, dun, dun. But I want to read one thing real quick before we go. Oh, yeah. Um, just real quick. It's just, like, one little paragraph. Um, because, you know, like I said earlier, my dear friend Ezra passed away yesterday. And he uh. was a really special human being, really sweet and kind and super talented and smart and just like an all-around wonderful person. And, you know, so the, the world is definitely like a sadder place without him in it. Um, but I feel like my life was definitely enriched because I knew him for so long, like 16 years. Um, But I saw this post today on Facebook that um, Ezra posted on uh, December 18th, 2021. And and it's a picture of him playing like a little mandolin or something. He was very musically talented. He could play like tons of instruments and he was just Anyway, um, so this is what he wrote on this picture, December 18th, 2021. Life is a series of lessons, not the least of which is that life is on loan. Everything it is, everything it becomes, everything you want it to be, everything you're stuck with. It's as lovely as we've always known, even when we hear the birds sing. It fills our heart, our ears with bliss. Yet for them, life is also on loan. Why do they then sing if they know it all ends in ruin? That is the grand lesson of life, that you sing because it's not going to last, that you cherish a moment because it's not for forever. Jeebus. I know. My heart. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, so I wanted to just share that as like a final parting thought because it's beautiful beautiful. yeah so we'll be back maybe in a week or two weeks to talk about the next episode of ghost hunters and find out what else i'm mad about um yeah and this time we'll hopefully have worked out the kinks of how to play a jingle on zoom and mic mic and headphone uh accoutrement yeah, we're gonna we're gonna figure, it's a learn. We're, you're gonna learn with us because 
we're <laughs> not great at this. Um, <sighs> I don't know why that was so awesome. <laughs> you're like, you're gonna, we're gonna, you're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna love you, I'm gonna miss you, I'm gonna love you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to love you. I'm going to miss you. Yeah, he called, you know, Alexander Hamilton called his mom and he called his girlfriend. I'm going to love you. I'm going to miss you. (laughs) That's from Drunk History, everybody. It's fucking epic. Yeah. I'm going to love you. I'm going to miss you. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so we'll be back to talk about more stuff. And if you want to email us about anything, um, I'm going to say the email again. It's Hofi. H O P H I E seven zero three six two at gmail dot com, and we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> what are I don't you know laughing why, at? I, I I don't know why I can't get over how hilarious our stupid <laughs> email is. Oh my god, I love it. Oh, the so number bad. came from what? a random num- number generator. The number seven seven zero three six two doesn't mean anything. Just if you're wondering, it's from a random yeah. number generator. Right? Yeah. There's no like you know special numbers from like. Or is there? We're gonna come up with something to make it more mysterious. Um. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think I. We love you. Said what I need to say. We yes. I'm going to love you. I'm going to miss you, Sophie. I'm going to love you. I'm going to miss you. And I'm going to love and I'm going to miss our our listeners, our, our one one listeners. Cousin James. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, here we go. I'm going to stop recording now. Thanks for Goodbye. listening, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.